What's up, listeners? This is day two of All Things Boston. Uh, still haven't came up with a name yet for my podcast, but I'll take suggestions um, once these things kind of start to get together because I seem to be talking more sports than anything. But it is May 7th, Tuesday, and it's gorgeous today in Boston. I guess um, finally there's a break. You know, the White Walkers are dead. Maybe the, the wind <laughs> will die down, but it's like a beautiful 70 degrees right now here in Braintree, and I am pumped to finally get some sunshine. Went for a nice run today. I'm trying to uh, try to diet, trying to limit my calories because I've been eating like a slob in the winter. And I think just because the weather has been crap, I've been also drinking a lot of beers, a lot of IPAs. And, you know, I try to justify it by drinking those like light IPAs, like the rec room, rec league one they have for harpoon. But, you know, you end up having like five or six. That leads to like a late night pizza. Next thing you know, you're like waking up. You're still dehydrated. You want to go get like a freaking bagel, some cream cheese. And, you know, you're just like a blob. And, um, you know, I've, I've made a decision to try to be healthy. And uh, that's like my first step. Just like I, ha- I have to visually see what I'm eating or I'll just keep eating all of it. So that's like my new, um, my new thing right now. Because I don't want to be fat. And the older you get, the hard, the easier it is to get fat. And it's also enjoyable. So I got to punish myself sometimes. Anyways, uh, man, last night, I got a few things to talk about. One, I was wrong about the Red Sox. They sucked again. Um, there's so much controversy right now, especially with the Alex Cora thing and then David Price. And then David Price obviously retweets... Um, one of the Boston reporters about the White Sox going to see Trump, which, you know, I don't think David meant it in that way. I think he was just exposing the reporter that he dislikes the most. But still, David, man, you are a hard guy to like. I've wasted too much time defending you. And then you just like, you just don't shut you like, you can't shut up about stuff, man. I mean, I'm not at all thinking that athletes should just be robots and play the game, but you gotta like think carefully. Um, You can't just, I mean, if you wanna retire and then get on the air and then speak your mind all the time, that's fine. But what you're doing is you're distracting the team and we need every sort of momentum we can get and any sort of positive energy. And right now, David, you're back at your same old bullshit, same old, you know, Let's make some controversy. Let's tweet some stuff. Um, I defended you against Eckersley, bro. I mean, yeah, you were out of line, but Eckersley was banging on you guys. And I was like, whatever, let it go. Why are we still talking about this? And the Boston media did not drop it, and I had your back. But now I'm starting to realize you're just a dick. (laughs) And it sucks because, you know, you're from Vanderbilt. Spent some time down in Nashville. I'm a huge Nashville fan. Um, the college campus is sick. The whole atmosphere, like, you went to an awesome party school, I'm sure. You've lived a good life. Anything out of Nashville, I'm a fan of. And you just still can't handle it. You can't handle Boston media. Boston media is obviously the toughest compared to New York City. Um, but you know what you signed up for. You get paid to play in this market and you get everything that comes with it and the more that you just seem to just be bringing all this negative attention to yourself and 
discussing things that don't involve the team, you're killing us. And I think Bill Belichick, again, makes his teammates realize that. And he will sit your ass down. He doesn't care how much you're playing. You know, we saw what he did with Wes Welker when he was bad-mouthing... Um, God, I can't even think of that name, the coach's name because he sucks so bad. But anyways, with the whole foot thing, about Rex Ryan, you know, like, Belichick dropped him. He is a man of his word. He doesn't take any bullshit. And Alex Cora, you're at blame for this too because you're being a little baby about this whole presidential thing. I saw it in common, you know, I, my guilty pleasure, I read the Daily Mail, which is like basically a tabloid, but I, I don't have social media, so this is like my social media for me. Someone put like, you know, if you really wanted to address the Puerto Rican thing, why wouldn't you go there and have a face-to-face meeting with him? You know, this is not about you selling out by seeing the president because you won the World Series. Use it as a platform to have dialogue about what you need to happen in your country, which is technically our country when you think about it. I mean, America is part of the United States. I mean, sorry, America. Puerto Rico is the part of the United States. So, you know, I, I just, uh, I, I wish people could just follow the Belichick rule of conduct and then just be that person in New England. You know, we see with Brad Stevens, he can't control these overpaid players. Maybe not find players that are overpaid then. Maybe just get players that can play. Young guys, hungry. You know, you might lose them after a few years, but at least they're there and they're hungry. They're not making stupid, shitty, D-list movies and, you know, saying the world is flat, whatever. Like, you know, that's his opinion. But still, I just wish that here in Boston, like, we realize what success looks like. We see it with the Patriots. And we get lucky with the Red Sox. I mean, there's always like a year we win the World Series, but then everyone just starts eating fucking chicken in the dugouts and shit. And we go back to a freaking joke of a team. And people like David Price, they do not bring the right attention to us. And it's killing the Red Sox. It's killing our momentum. And you saw that last night with that loss to the Orioles. That games we need to win. The Yankees are hobbling, but they're winning. The Rays, they're they're playing home games. Number one in the league. They have 8,000 fans in attendance, and they're winning. We can't even beat the Orioles. I I can't get behind this team. I, I you know yesterday I was positive. I was talking with my you know what out, and now I look foolish because they lost again. So, you know, you listen to all the talk radio shows today. They're not even talking about the Red Sox. That's how sad this team is. The only thing they're talking about is the controversy. So Alex Cora better get his stuff together because, yes, did you win a World Series last year? But so did John Farrell. And John Farrell only lasted another two years after that. So Boston easily forgets. If you're not winning, you will be shopped around. And this team needs to win. The city, like I said my last podcast yesterday it thrives on championships it thrives on success so I'm going to start negative but then I'm going to go into the game last night between the Bruins and the CBJs also known as the Columbus Blue Jackets what a hockey match last night I 
started watching the Celtics when they were up. And I was like, oh, cool. But then I flipped on, I think, at the half of the first period. And I was just wowed by the level of hockey being played. Every shot off the goalpost, it was a slug fest. Tuka Rath played one of his best games I've ever seen. I was so stunned by the, 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 like the, the team energy. Like When they were going into the second period and then to the third, yeah, they were only up by one goal, but they just looked like they were going to win that game last night. I mean, you got this guy Nordstrom, you got freaking all these other players that you don't really hear of. Backus, old man, you know, they looked like they were going to win it. They knew it. The, the Blue Jackets knew it. They were playing defensive hockey the whole time. They did never, ever had any sort of momentum. They, I mean, once you kill a bunch of penalties like that, you, like you don't, you don't, you're out. You already, you were down one guy, and then you really think you're going to be back with, this, with the same team, the same number of guys back on the ice, and you think you're going to score if you can't do it with one guy in the penalty box? I mean, hats off to the Blue Jackets. I got a lot of respect for their fans. If that was Boston. There was, there would not be a cheer at the end of their last game. They would walk out. They would burn a fucking Mar- Marshan jersey. It would be ugly if the, if the Bruins lost at home. The Blue Jackets literally cheered at the end of that game. That's fans to me. I mean, Columbus, you know, it's not not much going on over there. They're a hockey town. And I, like I said, I, I, I give them the respect. But the Bruins deserved to win that game. They were the best play, the, the best team on the ice. I mean, some of those, like, last two goals are just disgustingly sick. Like, I, hockey, again, I've said this before, I was never really into it, but now watching it, it is a sick sport. And it just takes sometimes some ricochets, luck, just crazy passes. Like, I just, these guys are unbelievable. And then you have to remember, they're on ice doing it. And and everyone today is talking about, you know, the, the McAvoy hit. He didn't mean to go for his head. The, the kid looks like he's a, a fucking Gerber baby. He was not trying to kill this guy. And anyone else thinks that he should have got suspended for that game is bullshit because the guy did not mean to hit him that in the head. Yeah, was he trying to lay him out in his shoulder and do like a nice little like hit? Yeah, but he was not trying to end this guy's career. That's not what McAvoy's like. He doesn't have a bad bone in his body. But you got to take that into consideration when people start talking shit and saying that it was a not a minor. It should have been a minor. When you think about the player who did it. Scott Stevens, on the other hand, yeah, that's a suspension. That guy was meant to kill people. You know, um, Marshan, yeah. I mean, if he did that, of course. But you got to look at the character when you're doing this type of shit. And you know what? McAvoy, it was a dirty hit. I will admit that. But I thought the rest made the right call. That's hockey. This isn't, like, hockey is, like, the last sign of, like, real sports granted they've added the instant replay like every other sport but they're still fighting they're still slamming each other there's no like moms against concussions like coming out being like oh you know my kid you know uh you know you you guys gotta play in a bubble now because the kids are getting hit no like hockey is still 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 gritty it's like the ufc you know there's still there's still like masculine energy playing in that sport it's not like basketball where it's like ballerinas it's not like baseball where 
don't get me wrong, baseball is a great sport, but you know, they're getting a little, it's a pampered sport, man. You're sitting on your ass in the dugout, you're eating freaking peanuts, you're scratching your you know what. Like, hockey is a man's game, and it's in women's too, don't get me wrong, but the amount of abuse that they take for those games, I have take my hat off for, and it's the best sport to watch in the playoffs. Last night's game, I was at the edge of my seat. I watched the whole rest of the game. I could give a shit about the Celtics. And I was thrilled at the way the game ended. And the way we're looking at it, Carolinas is superior. We beat the last two great teams. Yeah, Carolina whooped Tampa Bay. No, they didn't whoop Tampa Bay's ass. They beat the Islanders, which was a really good team. But they don't have as good goal scorers as Toronto had. They don't have as good goal scorers as the CBJs. Bruins, let's not get cocky, but this should be their game to win. This should be their series. This should be it. They should they should go in there, smack them in the mouth, play the same kind of hockey we played last night, and we'll be in great shape. I can't wait. The city is buzzing. We are a hockey city. We're not going to take this loss. Good. If we do, it will be a huge upset if the Bruins do not make it to the Stanley Cup Finals. We all said it. When Tampa Bay got out, the series, the Cup, was up for grabs. And if the Bruins can beat the Carolina Hurricanes, it's in their destiny to win. And that will be crazy because there will be three titles in one year. I have not heard of that. I, I mean, I remember the Celtics and the Bruins, I believe, in 86. And then we lost the, uh, the Super Bowl, obviously. But I've never... It, it would be crazy for us to pull this off. And it would be amazing for the city. July parade. Who doesn't want a parade in July? I'm taking that day off. I'm not going in. Pasternak playing good hockey again. McAvoy burying people. It's like the baby face killer. I'm gonna go get a Bruins jersey. I I I sound like such a a, a, a gamer homer, but I'm gonna get one because. The Bruins are definitely, well, it's always Red Sox for me. I was raised, you know, my dad raised me a Red Sox fan. And then you get, obviously have the Patriots. But if I had to choose Pats, um, Celtics or Bruins, I'm taking the Bruins. I'm, you know, I'm not. Celtics, I don't know who they are or what they are. I'm just getting frustrated. I'm frustrated with Kyrie. He looked like absolute dog shit last night. Couldn't even make a couple layups back to back. You got, like, Thomas, Ledzo. I mean, team. the team's not going to win. I, I, if they do, you know, I'll stop doing this podcast because then I, 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 I'm so confident that they're not going to win this next game. They just can't. It's a, it's, it's a, it, Giannis is a man among boys. The dude is a savage. He's the, the best basketball player in the league, and I will say that as well. Right now, there's no one more athletic 
in the league right now than Giannis. And the Greek freak is going to be here for a long time. And the, you better believe, instead of building your team to beat LeBron, they need to start building their team to beat Giannis because it ain't happening. There's too many egos on this team. Marcus Morris. Dude, you should be the physical guy. You're not You're not supposed to shoot threes. Then you have, like, the softness, you know, of, of um, Hayward and, and Gordon. You know, it's like, who are we? And then there's Kyrie who's just like, well, everything's on fire. It's not my fault. You know, I, it's just a game. It don't matter to me. It doesn't matter to you because you're going to New York. Well, you'll suck. Or you're going to L.A. Well, you'll suck. And you had a chance to win a title in two years, but you didn't. And the only person that should take responsibility for that is yourself because you are the leader of this team. And I'll go back on that. You go down with the ship, all right? Remember the Titanic? That guy went down with that boat, all right? He hit the iceberg. Looks his fault. Or it wasn't. Someone didn't see the iceberg, but he hit it and he went down with it. You're going down with it, dude. Your, your ego is so bad that you just can't accept that. And I'm over here like, they were supposed to make a run this year. And the whole season has been a disappointment. And here we go again, where Brad Stevens can't manage these attitudes. They can't manage it. Maybe not get people with attitudes to begin with. Maybe go the Belichick way. Get the soft-spoken guys that, you know, they're not a 95 overall rating in, 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 um, in NBA 2K. But guess what? They're great team players and they'll step up when you need them and I'm sorry Kyrie I, I've watched you play you're a phenomenal basketball player I think you're one of the best in the league but you just can't handle the pressure of Boston and you're not taking control of this team so yeah I mean great great night for sports last night besides Red Sox and the Celtics I mean uh, the Bruins game overshadows everything and I'm okay with that I'm, I'm pumped I cannot wait to see this next series and that's all I'm thinking about and then once everything's done the Red Sox season starts to heat up Fenway gets busier and we'll get to focus on the Red Sox again but I will focus on what's in the playoffs and the Bruins are on my mind um, I did see um, their head coach kind of call out Marshan for giving the media attitudes which is cool again no nonsense. And that's why they're winning. Then you got Brad Stevens, who looks like, you know, he's waiting for his Panera bread, uh, afraid to ask for his uh, for his order, because it's been 20 minutes. Like, I, I, it's a terrible friggin' analogy, but it's like, in my mind, he's just like, he doesn't have that, like, knack. Like, I'd rather put John Tortorella on the Celtics head coach than friggin' Brad Stevens right now. Brad, I don't know if the NBA is cut out for you. I think you need to go back to the college, and I think you'll do well. It's just some people just can't just can't fit in there. We saw that in the NFL. We see that in the NBA. We see that in the NHL. It's just sometimes you're not the right fit. Oh, man. So, yeah, obviously, as a Bostonian, we wear these losses. And it gets difficult sometimes. But we progress and we move on. And um, there's a whole other day of sports. Red Sox play again. And then we'll get to watch uh, tomorrow. Actually, no, Thursday. Trump meeting the Red Sox. All right, I'm going to take a quick break, and uh, thanks for listening. We'll have our part two of Where to Eat in Boston.
listeners, welcome to part two of All Things Boston on May 7th, Tuesday, 2019. Uh, next topic I want to talk about is what everyone loves. And if you don't love it, then you need to leave this country. It is pizza. And what is the best pizza in the city of Boston? And there's a lot of discussion over which one might be the number one. And I'll name off a few, and I'll let you know what my thoughts are, and then I'll also explain a few other ideas regarding pizza in general, because it changes from state to state, and I've had all types of pizza, and it's kind of weird. So, you know, I guess the two heavy hitters would be Pizza Regina and um, Santarpio's in East Boston. I've had both. I've waited in line for Regina's. Um, it's definitely like that vintage pizza place. They still serve soda in like a pitcher. That's probably been used since the like 1980s. It's in the North End, so you got like that awesome just North End buildings on top to each other. I mean, the pizza's good there. Um, you know, it's your standard round pizza. You know, two slices and you can be full. Um, but yeah, pre- prepare to wait. There's no reservation service. You just kind of have to go in there and wait. Um, so funny, you know, growing up, you know, 45 minutes outside of Boston, we'd get our Regina's from um, the Emerald Square Mall. So for me, it kind of, you know, I'm a little tainted by the Regina image because they sold out, I would say. Um, that pizza is obviously not as caliber as the pizza you get in the North End. And unfortunately, I just didn't really think it was great um, when I had it in Attleboro. And I think it's okay that I have it now. And I've made my decision that San Carpio's is the best pizza in Boston. Um, it's not in Boston proper. It's not in the North End. It's not anywhere you know, in the city. But it's definitely in East Boston. It's super 70s style decor. There's a coal oven at the bar that makes like steak tips, which I haven't even had yet, but they're apparently just as good as a pizza. And you're gonna get like the traditional Boston experience. Like it's still some place that the tourists don't go to. That is like one of those last few places that you can get a Boston with Boston good food and a good Boston experience. I mean, the difference between Regina and Santarpio's is that Santarpio's actually puts the sauce on top of the cheese and they cook their pizzas well done, which everyone should be doing that. There shouldn't be any sort of floppiness to your pizza. It should have a crisp underneath it. And a lot of people kind of mess that up. I understand if you add like peppers and onions, it starts to kind of water the pizza, but you got to do it right. And Santarpio's does it right. And I, I mean, there's really nowhere else. I mean, I've had pizza um, on Mass Ave at, um, I think it's like New York pizza, and it's open till like 4 a.m. and the pizza literally is the size of your fucking head. It's far bigger. I mean, if you got a small head, then, then then no, it's not. It's bigger than your head. And you know, all the Berkeley kids, all the kids that go to school, they're always there because um, you know you head out to that blues bar next door, and then you eat some pizza. Um, it's okay. It's decent for late night, but it's obviously not, you know, 
anything close to Santarpio's or Regina's. And don't even think about comparing it. One thing I did kind of start to see a lot is that sheet pan pizza, and they have a few of that um, outside of Boston. I don't know if it started in Boston, but basically they make a pizza in a sheet pan, and it's like squared, um, but it's fluffy. It's pretty good. I mean, it's obviously not the best, but you can definitely get it at a few spots in Boston. Just look up sheet pan pizza, and you'll be able to find some of the different types of pizza that they make. I guess it might be Sicilian style. I don't know. But I've been kind of raised on just like, you know, circle pizza. And that's it. And then, you know, you get into like the gourmet stuff, or you go to like Lay's Pizza, which is like a cool concept, but it's not good. It's like a Subway for pizza. You just like pick your ingredients and they kind of like flash cook it. Um, I'm not saying it's not a bad idea. I mean, you need to make stuff fast, but it's still. Um, the two heavy hitters is Santarpio's and Pizzeria Regina. And like I said, my minus for Regina is it went chain and it ruined the brand, which also ruined my experience before I even got the North End style. And you just can't beat Santarpio's, man. Like, you got the dude, probably was in the mob, serving your food. He's no nonsense, but also really nice. I mean, they serve their, like, like they serve wine in, like, a glass you'd find in, like, your grandma's cabinet. I mean, not like I drink wine, but my girlfriend had one, and I just thought it was hysterical. Um, family run, and I'm sure Regina's in the North End, maybe, but it's just, it's too touristy, and that's what's like, kind of happening in a lot of Boston favorites. Um, I know the topic's pizza, but the same is like with, like, Mike's Pastry. I mean, everyone goes there. So for me, I go to Modern Pastry. And if you really know where to go, that's kind of where you should go. Alright, so normal hours, yeah, Santarpio vs. Regina, go to Santarpio's. Um, you're gonna get a better bang for your buck. Late night, there's not many late night pizzas. You know, I named the um, New York style pizza place on Mass Ave, but there's also Bova's um, that's in the North End. And, you know, they make calzone pizzas. They're just like the single handed reason why there's obesity in America. It's a 24-hour bakery, and you can go in there anytime you want, get desserts, get pizza, get calzones, cookies. It's just crazy. Like, I would sure there's lawsuits against the diabetes people for having this place. But yeah, I mean, everywhere else, like, I don't know. I really don't, haven't had anything that I would compare to be as good. Um, you, know, you got the Anthony Coal Fire Pizza stuff that's just changed just corporate and like Bertucci's is closing so you know Boston people we don't like chains we're more into having um like family run and once you go chain it's lame and Santarpio's yes and I hear that they might have a place in the airport that's cool but they're not like crazy where you see them all over the place like you seafood in the grocery store like they straight up the best and if you haven't been there you need to go they're not paying me to say this either I pay them for their pizza so uh, that's my food uh, reference for the for the podcast um, tomorrow we'll talk more about sports um, and I'll have some other cool places for you to go out and enjoy alright thanks for listening